We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. quick as well uh chris haynes just tweeted <laughs> that the probable path for los angeles lakers is standing pat at trade deadline with potential to acquire another star player in the offseason when armed with three first round picks the funniest thing to me is this idea that we're going to now go into the offseason and lakers fans are going to be trying to convince so many of us that well actually their picks are far more important than what the Knicks have and that the Knicks can't offer what the Lakers have because of Laker pedigree. Don't really know, but no. that's a bold move by the Lakers to essentially punt on this year. I'm curious if they're going to try to save money because if they, if they want to duck the tax, because they're not going to get better, they might as well save money. Either way, not a great look if you're LeBron and you're about to turn 40 years old. I, didn't they call LeBron's bluff? Isn't that what this is? Sure. looks exactly like it. This is, this is like, yeah. look, you don't run this team. We do. And in return, LeBron could walk for nothing or opt in and then get Delta Oklahoma City. And and it wouldn't cost her like there. It's yeesh. Okay. And don't forget how not to the, build a team. Don't forget the Pelicans can have their the Lakers first rounder either this year or next year. And they don't have to decide until after the lottery. So if the if if LeBron is like fuck this fuck all y'all I'm gonna pack it up the rest of this season I don't think he'll do that but if he ever were to boy would that be funny if the Lakers were sweating out lottery night anyway my the the best scenario is that the Pelicans say you know what L A keep your pick that's fine and then the Lakers do everything in their power to draft Bronny but another team gets him or. Ronnie's available and they don't draft him. They don't draft him. So there's that, it's set up yeah. for a, a lot of Chaos. fun possibilities with the Lakers, which like, yeah, they won a championship and yeah, they have two of the most talented players in the league, but it's just, it again kind of speaks to this has been an incredibly poorly run organization for quite some time now. And the fact that they are in Los Angeles has saved them. And the fact that they got extraordinarily lucky, extraordinarily lucky several years in a row with the lottery with, the whole pick protection thing that they kept keeping the pick and keeping the pick and keeping the pick. They've been very poorly run. Uh, okay. Uh, continuing along. 
Uh, down with another one. Top five and three point efficiency. Here we come. LOL. Pardon my excitement, please. You could be. Ex- I'm excited, man. I'm totally excited. And I again, I love, I love the fact that they they're they're a really good offensive team. They were already, but now they're. I think they're even better. <clears throat> um, Ja, uh, people happy we didn't give up firsts. Confuse me. I don't, I have no idea what to make of this comment. I, I mean. The Knicks got good talent and they didn't give up first round picks. I guess the, the question, Jaw, is like if you're not as happy with the return, then like the fact the Knicks didn't give up first round picks should be a good sign. I don't Yeah, I think he 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 wants to give up firsts instead of Grimes, which um would have really I again I would have I would have looked at that and been like, huh, is Quentin Grimes playing now here with Burks and I, I, that would have gone over great, by the way. You don't trade Grimes, and then he's out of the rotation after this trade, and instead you traded away a first or first. So that would I'm sure that would have been awesome. M Torts, according to Tommy Beer, Bogey is number one in the NBA in points per touch. Wow, I mean he's incredibly efficient. Like yeah. the dude, I'll go. Look. I was looking at Burke's uh, efficiency before. He's been um, 75th and 73rd percentile efficiency the last two years. I'll, I'll go get Bogey while we get the next comment up there. Um, Hushu, uh, OG's injury. How worrisome is it long term? I think we talked about this already. Um, let's see if let's hope he plays right after the all star break. Agreed. L Coriano 11 when fully healthy, the best bench in the league. This is a good question. It's a tough question to answer because. In the playoffs, which is really what we care about, right? We, it's never, you're never playing all bench guys. And most of the time, you're keeping two, if not three starters on the floor. So it's a, a little bit of like, um, the, the premise is, is a little faulty. But just at face value, I, I think so. Unless I'm, I'll, I'll do a quick look at teams. I think so. I would imagine it's among the best. Yeah. I can't, I can't quite think of, I mean, Cleveland's a deeper team. Cleveland's very so deep. They work. Other than that, there, yeah, there are not a lot of options. I think Houston has some good talent. I wouldn't necessarily put their, I wouldn't put their bench ahead of the Knicks, the Clippers probably Russ has been very good for them in the role that he's been playing. Uh, yeah, but the Knicks are at minimum top five. I'm looking at it, like OKC and maybe even top one. OKC is a dynamite bench. Um, yeah, I think, and and uh, New Orleans is also pretty deep. But I I, th- I think I would take our bench over any bench in the league for sure. Um, <clears throat> thanks, El Coriano, Oakster. Thank you for the contribution. Um, Nick fan patrol. I just want to see the Jeremy dance. Do we have permission from Jeremy to see the Jeremy dance? By all means. You want to retire it? (laughs) There it is. That's it. There it is. There it was. There you go. Um, I, I'm comfortable retiring it whenever you are. I'm also comfortable letting it continue to live on uh, forever and ever. Your call. I never uh, thought, Z- by the way, that I would dance for money. That's pretty sweet. Thank you, Knicks Man Patrol. That's uh, that's like 
a dream come true. It's the closest thing I'll get to stripping. I heard, I heard they're casting for uh, Magic Mike 4. Uh, Nick Fan oh, yeah. Patrol. Oh, wait. Or Zeke Smith. What is the Mavs front office doing? Countdown for Luka to the Knicks in two years. Ha, ha, ha. Um, look, I find... I think there's there's a lot of interesting teams to watch. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, interesting teams to watch in the playoffs. I might put the Mavs number one with a bullet because, again, in doing what they did uh, at this deadline, they've really just taken out any possibility of, of being able to make any other big move. So if things go belly up in the playoffs this year, like... Luke is looking around. It's like, okay, this is it. This is the team. This is the team that we, we have. Uh, he has two years left on his contract before he can exercise a player option. I still would gather it's Philly. That's like my number one team to watch in all of this. But the Mavs are probably a, a not super distant second. The fact that they got a first round pick back this year, I think is important. They just have to do something with it. I, I like uh, Lively. They did a very nice job with that selection. But there aren't a ton of options for how they can elevate this team moving forward. It's also possible that they try to make a larger move and use Josh Green's salary next year and use this pick as sweetener or replacement or whatever. But yeah, it's it, it, it's fascinating how they're going about this. They yep. still have not replaced Jalen Brunson. I know they have Kyrie Irving. I get that. But I it's not even a... a, a that this season, it's certainly not a question of who's the better player. I, I know who I'd rather have. Uh, thanks, Zeke. G2, I actually want to use our... It's, you've, it always happens once a live stream. Somebody reads my mind of what I'm thinking. I actually want to use our two 2024 picks to draft. I was I was just going to say, you know how exciting it's going to be to go into draft night with the with the possible like probability that we're going to get another young player or two on this team? And I'm I'll, I'll just add to that, like, if they come out of this draft without any young players, I would almost certainly think that that means that they will have swung a star trade on draft night. hundred percent, especially when you consider if Rokas does come over, that's a roster spot. He's going to want to be in the rotation as well. And I imagine there would be a role for him. Let's say like four of the guys in the starting five are probably around the same. And maybe one or two of the backcourt players get straight. Like, the way that I see this going is that the Knicks use one, but not two first round picks. And I don't even know. I can't even say that they're going to use one uh, because I just, I don't know, but I, I would hope that they do because it'd be good to have some sort of continuous soup, but it all depends on aprons and taxes and everything. But to your point, John, yeah, if they, the, if you're a Knicks fan, you almost hope that they don't have multiple first round picks. Cause it means that they yeah. did something seismic. Yep, that's fair. Um, Oscar Luang, do you see the Knicks making two picks on draft night? Uh, Jeremy just answered that question. I don't disagree with him. I just jumped ahead because I knew that oh, okay. this, there's another question referring to this. So thank you, Oscar, for the Thank you, Oscar. Appreciate you. Dom with another one. I really fucking love this team and Leon Rose with some heart emojis. I, I love it too. It's, 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 such a, it's such a flip the script over the last five years. Um, Almost to the day, uh, again from the KP trade. Which again, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and talk about the Porzingis trade, but like that was a, it was a, mo- it was not a, it's not a banner moment for the franchise. I think any way you consider it, that was not a banner moment for the franchise. No. Memphis is also acquiring Utah instead of going to Brooklyn. Oh, that's stupid. 
I, too bad. I'm sure the all, I'm sure the net fan would have loved to see you the back. Um, Memphis is a fun city. I like Memphis. Uh, I don't. Think I've, I don't think I've been to Memphis. I, I would like to go. Uh, Dan Hidalgo, if 100% healthy, do the Knicks still make this trade? Uh, it was a, a question we talked about at the top of the show. I think it's. Uh, I would have wanted them to. I'll say that. I would have wanted them to. I I can't answer the. I'd be guessing. I, I my. I don't even know if I have a gut feeling. Do you have a gut feeling on whether they would have made it if they were full healthy? I think they still would have done it. They just probably would have been. Like maybe there would have been more attention focused towards the the Burks like the player that would have been instead of Burks as opposed to at the four because they would have trusted Randall's health a little bit more. Mm. The the fascinating thing to me is it feels like you can look at how the Knicks have evaluated players at the four, and now more often than not, they've actually chosen players who are not similar to Randall's skill set. And what I mean by that is like they clearly prioritize shooting at the four. If you look at what Obi's doing in Indiana, he he's shooting very well. I'm sure that's something that they envisioned in an off ball role. We know how good of an off ball player Bogdanovich is. I don't, I'm not saying like, Oh, next are going to turn around and do something with Randall, but down the line, if you're talking about, Hey, how do the Knicks make a perfect team that meets their needs? It's probably finding someone who shoots more like Bogdanovich uh, off the catch and defends and, more like, and, Right. <laughs> but even still, like it's it's Randall is fitting here and fitting well here, but may not be the optimal fit when this team reaches its apex. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to. No, I mean, I just mean that in terms of no, hey, Bogdanovich coming here is in, in another interesting example of what they look for in I, fours. And I, I'm, I'm so on the same page with you. I just don't want to go down that road Agreed. today is not the day to do it. He's not, yeah. he's not getting traded anytime soon. So it should be fine. Yeah. That goes, yeah that goes what I was saying. Uh, Russ with another one, by the way, Boyan is a former Donovan teammate. Yes. And those guys had uh, some success together. Um, I, I, I think they liked playing with each other. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe they'll be traded for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Elias. Uh, are we okay? Hope I pronounced that correctly. Glad the trade got done. My head was spinning from rumors. Uh, I feel like this goes back to Fred's point of finding a good option, not a perfect option. Age is the negative they ended up settling for. Um, yeah, but it, but again, if you're going to get older, at least make sure you got older and better from a basketball standpoint in basically every way and make sure as you got older, it did not compromise your long-term uh, goals, which I think you know, you, you surrounded the increase in age with almost un, almost universal positives. Thanks, Elias. Travis, what's going on, Travis? Thank you so much for the very generous contribution. Just showing some love. Let's freaking go Knicks and let's freaking go KFS. Thank you, Travis. Great. Thank you so much, Travis. I really appreciate that. Appreciate every. I, my understanding is that there's a lot of people still watching. So thank you, everybody who came and joined us today. Um, been really cool. It's been a fun one. This has been good. Over 1,400 still watching live. And we're two hours and 23 minutes. And thank you, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Armand Burdenajaj. Burdenaj. Burdenaj. I'll get that right one day. Increase in size brings more. <laughs> Read it in full. 
Increase in size brings more creation juice. I've heard that's how it works. Andrew, I'd say I did a pretty good job of keeping it together when John kept talking about increase in size. Would you agree with that? Yes. I, yeah. I, I so was, much so that, I, that, that he didn't even acknowledge that I... I didn't even laughing. think... I didn't know. I didn't. There it just was right. The beauty there. of my role is I was behind the scenes laughing my ass off. So it was good. Yes. This is a good question, Armand. And as, as Jody Foster on True Detective would say, ask the question. And this is what you did. You asked the question. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the specials league for example on any given night take jalen brunson over in points julius randall over in rebounds or og ananobi over in steals then combine it with two nfl props like patrick mahomes over in passing yards or christian mccaffrey over in touchdowns prize picks is a really simple way to play prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like on taco tuesday each tuesday prize picks discounts select player projections up to 25 percent to provide even more value prize picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Anthony Strato, what... Random letter is Clyde going to add to Bogey's name? I I'm looking forward to how he pronounces his last name because I've heard it before and it's it's good. And also Alec Burks because he, he gets that, you know, he he's creative with that one too occasionally. Over under 0.5 times that Clyde says Bogdan instead of Boyan. Oh, that's that's an easy over, right? You think so? I, I guess I, I suppose he could. It's probably too low. Should we say, all right, you know, you want to do it on the season? You want to say, uh, oh, you're talking about just the first game? I was saying more of the first game, but if we want to, say oh, yeah, sure. Season. No, over, I think over, right. oh, I think over under 0.5 is the right line. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go over still. I'll, I'll um, go over. I barely won. Uncle Reggie, when did the Mavs hire Isaiah Thomas as GM? I mean, look, I, I they're I, I I get it. They have Luka Doncic. They're trying to win with Luka Doncic, and they are making the best moves available to them. I I I am very precise with my verbiage there. They are making the best moves available to them in an attempt to win around Luka Doncic. Uh, I I don't I don't know how how successful they're going to be. I would agree. We'll see. Lee Horowitz. What's going on, Lee? How you doing, man? Uh, thank you for the generous contribution. Living in San Francisco Bay Area, I usually listen to your pods the morning after. Uh, I lis- listened to un... What is that? Undressed? Undressed? 
The KFS team is amazing. Just want to say thanks. Let's go, Knicks. Um, thank you for listening and following and all of the things. We appreciate the support any way we could get it. Um, it's fun to be able to get on here and do this because it's a lot better than just talking to ourselves. Uh, D Flesh. Hit the damn music. Knicks are scary and title contenders. Yes, I said it. Nothing wrong with saying that. Frank Sound still want Joel Joel Ambulance at this point. Man. What say you, Jeremy? I mean, look, I'm just going to make the point. When healthy, he was the MVP candidate for us to... The MVP. Yeah. Period. No candidate. When healthy, he was the MVP. I fully see the health issue for us to kind of turn our noses at that type of player, especially when the center that the Knicks have has missed significant time two of the last three years and three of the last four years. Um, always, as always, it depends on the price, but there's, I can't sit here and be like, I'm out hundred percent. It's I'm intrigued. Let's explore it. I can't by any means say no. Uh, it, Joel Embiid's jersey might as well be the denim jacket hanging in my closet. Uh, because I ain't never going to quit that idea. Uh, Joel's really, really good when healthy. And I think perhaps more than any X's and O's, I think the thing with Joel and Nick Nurse, I don't I don't think did. I think you could look at it at his usage rate this year and say Nick Nurse maybe didn't do the best possible job. Not that it was up to Nick Nurse because Joel likes his numbers and he wants to win MVPs. So I'm not putting all the blame on Nurse or maybe any blame on Nurse. But like the whole thing with Joel is you got to get him to the finish line. And he's never gotten to the finish line in one piece or with enough energy to bring his team past the finish line. And it's, it is interesting to, to me to note that you want to talk about a team that we're, we're, we're sitting here and talking about this team as potential Eastern Conference finalists today without Joel Embiid. You don't think Joel would like to come to a team, maybe just maybe, where he's like, holy shit. I like, obviously, I'm going to add a lot, but this team's already pretty good. Without me, uh, I I don't know, man. That's that might be tempting, and it might pay. It might pay the sort of dividends that we've been waiting to be paid for Joel's entire career. And last thing before we save this for the summer, how yes, many please. players do you think are on this Knicks roster that would be moved to get Joel Embiid? Uh, maybe maybe two. I was gonna say two. Right. So like, okay, we're talking mostly about draft equity and I understand why that might make people queasy. But like if if we're talking about this team as a contender, right? And then you get someone like him in the door and you don't give up a whole lot, maybe it's probably three players, maybe, like you're still in pretty good shape. You can still find ways to do it. And there's a reason why I maintain his value will be lower than like the boogeyman concern. Cause oftentimes as Knicks fans, we either swing wildly optimistic or incredibly pessimistic. It wasn't very long ago when it was, oh my God, Julius Randle's going to opt into his player option and he's never going to leave this team. Um, Or like Josh Hart's going to opt out and cost $20 million. Like whatever. There are moves that they make that can function and flow. And I think of having one agency largely control this team is there's a lot of communication. So if things were able to fall into place, I don't think the Knicks are necessarily in a position where they could say, we're good. We're going to keep waiting. If a top five NBA player, top three over the last three seasons and top one this year were to say, um, 
you know, like where to be available. I just, it's yep. difficult for me. Yep. Thanks, Frank. By the way, we have clarification on that undressed line in the super chat oh. that you it, it's listened to hundreds it's just a mistype Mrs. Oh, hundreds of our pods that he, thank you. no you didn't read anything wrong he had a typo so thank you to i forget lee horowitz lee. um for, for that clarification and by the way you asked this earlier when you were crawling back inside the window the last time the east had uh f- five fifty win teams i have had some time and i've been researching i found the answer do you want to guess when it was Um, I don't because I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> it's a very popular year in NBA history. In fact, during the pandemic, they made a documentary about it. What? Uh, well, obviously, you just gave it away. I, my gut, my inclination was to say before 2000. I wouldn't have guessed 97, 98, but 97, 98 wow. is the year. The five teams that won 50 games. Well, do you want to? Do you remember that, John? Um, I'll I'll try to do. We could do back and forth. I'll go first. Uh, Indiana. Indiana has won. They won 58 games. Jeremy. Bulls. I was going to say the easy ones are Chicago Bulls. They're the one team, one seed, won 62 games. Uh, oh, this is going to be, this is a bad look. Uh, are the Knicks one of the teams? That's the uh, year Ewing hurt his arm, hurt his hand. I'm trying to remember what seed they were because they made it they the were second the, round that year. Right, but they're the seven seed. That's the Larry Johnson grabs, uh, fights Car- uh, Alonzo Mourning in game four. You just, you just gave me an answer. It's the Heat. Heat. The Miami Heat, I mean, that was an obvious one too, I thought, but go ahead, I, Jeremy. My records, I don't, I don't stick with me. Go, Jeremy. Oh man, I, I don't know what live Hawks were they a fifty win team? Fifty and thirty two. Good job, Let's Jeremy. Go. There's one more. Great job by you. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. The Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, five for Look five. Us. Look at us. What a day. Yeah. The Knicks went forty three and thirty nine. Um, as I mentioned, they in a game four win against the Miami Heat in the two seven in the final moments. Alonzo Mourning and uh, Larry Johnson got into a brouhaha, and Jeff I'll Van Gundy, like that. like a man possessed, decided to grab the leg of Alonzo Mourning. Uh, Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson were suspended for game five in Miami, which helped the Knicks go to the second round and win game five in a best of five back then. The first round was best of five. Who was the six seed? The six seed was the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Sean Kemp Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a great call. Yes. Okay. Thank yes. you for doing that. Of That's course. <laughs> Fred Katz, I'm tired and overwhelmed. Yeah, join the club, pal. I was about to say. <laughs> I was hoping to get a little writing Happy to have before. you. I was hoping to get a little writing done before the putback and going to pick up my kids from school. That shit ain't happening. I I woke up this morning, did work for my day job, uh, and then thought, oh, I'll go get something to eat. And then the trade broke, and I still have not eaten. John, I think that I'm just going to tuck this day away for Yom Kippur and just be like, I did it. It's done. It's fine. It's, You're allowed to I do already, that? I already got my... No, of course not. I'm just... I'm, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking to the most devout among her, um, amongst us. Yeah, imagine me going to a rabbi and being like, Rabbi, listen, I don't have to eat today because uh, I uh, did the trade deadline and it's fine because, you know, you get it. You could you could talk to talk to God, right? 
That's how I'm sure that'll I, I am nothing if not a, a man who makes compromises with his Lord and Savior. John, uh, you, are, you are amazing that you were like, oh, you can do that. There's loopholes in, in religion. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's well, like... Maybe it's like, like a I know you. Why not? Maybe it's, no, it's like I'm a player accruing. Game later. I'm accruing time is what I'm doing. Right? Rabbi, I have a rain check. All right. <laughs> exactly. I have it signed, notarized. It's swap rights. Come on. Yeah, swap rights are valuable. What if I honor point. my own Sabbath? It's just like I didn't I didn't use technology on a Tuesday. Yeah. Bank them all in one week. Get it over with. Exactly. Well, for the next yeah. seven weeks. Right. <laughs> They'd be a lot more religious if, if there was a religion out there like this. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Creating our own religion as we speak. Yes, the religion of Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. If, if something tells me you're already a devout believer. In, in oh, that. man. Yeah. I'm a minister. Ordained. Thanks, Fred. Good luck. <laughs> Six more, by the way. Great. Hey, Jessica, what's going on, Jess? How are you? I'll be making a multiple hour supercut with original copyright free music of the Jeremy Jig. Oh, You're welcome in advance. A big mazel tov to Leon. Amen to that. Love that. Jeremy Jig. All right. Let's do it. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. So do you prefer the Jeremy Jig or the Jeremy Jam? Because I know you watch Parks and Rec too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it's hard to discern. I, I think that Jam has a better... Like, hey, there's just like a better tonality to Jeremy Jam, mm-hmm. but it's already been taken. So I don't know if that, if that works exactly. Um, Counterpoint, like yes. that, that honors it even better because it it already has some notoriety to it. And then we make it our own, you know, respectfully to, to Jessica. I think Jam's also a, like, like the way you could say it, Jeremy Jam, it flows like the diction with, with jig is a little bit harder because of the G at the end. So I think, I think Jeremy Jam, it just there's more of a flow. Mm-hmm. Don't forget also mute John because he's eating into the microphone. So as he now unmute, I'm, I'm mute. <laughs> yeah, John my DJ name, nuts. my DJ name was Johnny Jams. Johnny Jams, yeah. All right. So many jams. my DJ, my fake DJ name was always Jer Jer Binks, but I never actually pursued it professionally. Jer Jer Binks. Yeah, that's that's what I had growing up, which I like again didn't DJ. It's still like if I were ever to be a DJ, like Jer Jer Binks. That's that's all it is. Jer Jer Binks. There you go. Better than Johnny Jams. Uh, thanks, Jessica. You're the best. Jessica with another one. So new. This team isn't out there just playing with their oh schmeckles like so a bunch weird. of nudniks. Unlike Robert Randolph, they aren't schmucks. We had Spilkies. He's doing the Berman. Close. <laughs> He's leaning into the Zoom camera. Spilkies? <laughs> but in Leon we trust. He's Stark. <laughs> As I get us. Jeremy, you want to try? <laughs> I was pretty close on a lot of these. I'm not fluent in Yiddish. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I think it would be more As I get us. I know that's a little off, but it's closer. And I think uh, the other one would have been Spilkis. Spilkis? Yeah, instead of uh, Spilkis or whatever it was that said. But I, John, I, that was a minefield and you did a very good job. So. Kudos oy, to you, sir. Oy vey. <clears throat> Alex with another one. Do you think Jalen Brunson has shown enough to hold on to the starting point guard spot over Alec Burks? It's a close call. Uh, this really is the... I feel bad we're only getting to this now. It's the biggest question emerging from the trade. It's true. I mean, the Knicks got a starting point guard out of this trade for not even a first-round pick. It's pretty impressive. Incredible work. Incredible work by Leon Rose. Yeah. 
And we'll have the best backup in the league in Jalen Brunson. So that's good. Funny. Come on, Fuddy. Thank you. Thank you for the generous contribution, man. Say it. Um, I, I hate doing it because I don't do it as good. Do you want to do it? You, you got to do it. It's, it's, it's all you. Alec, like the, like, like, the, like the Knicks PA announcer would do it? I didn't write the question. I thought he announced it like Alec Burks, like with a very poignant beat. Thought, yeah. But, as opposed, but Fuddy has the drawn out use. Um, Anyway, and Boyan Peter Bogdanovich, I like that reference. Leon's uh, one sin is off the books. Sad to say he had to push out a fellow Frenchman. The spies are hurt guys more time, and once healthy, our bench will cook. What a time to be alive. I remember. Hold I remember, on. Buddy's saying that. Buddy's saying it's a Seinfeld reference. Burks? Or Peter Bogdanovich is a Seinfeld reference? No, Burks. Uh, I'm trying to think about what. I'm trying to think about what Seinfeld reference it is. I'm also blanking. I'm bl- I'm blanking too. That's to a be bad fair, job by me. It, we're an hour three, and our brains have turned to rot this week. So this uh, <laughs> usually we we have this done uh, down um, pat, but yeah. Just regarding uh, Fournier, I remember when we did the did the free agency live stream, and they signed him, and we were we were. Cautiously optimistic. We understood the move. I understood the move now. I understand the move now. Uh, what they were going for, especially coming off that playoffs, uh, it didn't work. And sometimes it doesn't work. A lot of, as you know, I'm not saying this to you, Fuddy, but just anyone who's like still holding that against Leon. Like, find me a, a front office executive who hasn't had a, a major misstep on their resume. You're, you're gonna have a tough time. Agreed. No, this uh, this was good. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky still with us, man. I uh, just want to say kind of left the Quentin Grimes hive a minute ago, but still meant a lot to me as a fan. Like, um, like the fit with Cade, even if Detroit should have gotten more. Well, I don't know if Detroit should necessarily gotten more They're They're hoping to go uh, big game hunting next this upcoming summer. I don't know what game they're hunting, but they're clearly trying to do something. And uh, Bogdanovich, like you're not, that's not a guy you exercise the team or the partial guarantee on and like wave for $2 million. Like that's an asset and they got something out of him now. So that's, there's that. And then same, same kind of thing with Burks, Burks expiring contract. Um, I, it was the notion that they were going to bring him back, back on a new deal is like ridiculous. It was always ridiculous. So yeah, I do think they could have gotten a little bit more or they should, rather they should have gotten a little bit more, but the Knicks did a nice job of squeezing them for the level of talent. Also, if you're a Knicks fan, you want to root for Quentin Grimes for another reason, which is that you want the Pistons to do well so that it further enhances the likelihood of the pick that we talked about conveying. It's uh, be good for them to be talented for Knicks interests. Completely agree. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Uh, Bowen Chen, salute KFS, longtime fan. Always love to see John's emotions after every game. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, it's special because I don't do it alone. I'm with all of you. Um, what are we going to do with that Burks point guard saga? I'm frightened. Don't be frightened. Don't be frightened. And, and this gives me a perfect excuse to uh, draw attention to a uh, tweet that uh, Benji just sent out uh, a little while ago. Burks and Bogdanovich have combined for over 300 pick and rolls as the ball handler this season. Their floor spacing is clearly a major win. And so is their ability to allow Brunson to uh, play off ball more often. DJ, Again, not Benji. Did I say Benji? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, apologize. DJ, DJ Zulo, who's 
like the fact that we have like multiple film guys and now with our newest edition uh 99th basketball doing film threads for us as well it's like talk about uh a uh um an overflow of riches um i'm 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 thinking there's a, probably a biblical verse that I should be citing there. But anyway, uh, yes, uh, DJ Zulu with that great stat. You would say your cup runneth over. I That's it. That's the one. Yeah, I missed that. I missed that day in Bible study. Uh, thanks. Other, yeah. The other just real quick big thing with Burks and the, the fear of point guard minutes. He spent 40% of his time in New York, the, um, the bad season, at the point guard spot, according to Cleaning the Glass. So even if he spends a significant amount of time at the point guard spot again, the amount of time that it will be will be far shorter because Brunson is going to soak up the vast majority of those minutes. So I don't feel quite as skittish because it's like, do I trust Alec Burks to get the job done leading second units in the second and fourth quarters at the start of those for like five minutes a piece? I, I do. I feel like there's a much needed um, like there's a need there, especially considering how the Knicks couldn't score in fourth quarters. They haven't been able to do it for really the last two games. Uh, so that's also going to be important. You get some offensive score creator and good shooting to add. The reality of the situation was there was no backup point guard available on the market who made sense from an asset management perspective in terms of what the Knicks would have had to send out to get them and what uh, they would have brought back to the team. And on that second part, what they would have brought back, I specifically, and we've been talking about this for months, you're, you're, what are you expending to get, a again, a quote-unquote traditional backup point guard who you're not going to play with Jalen Brunson? Like You're not going to give up a, a ton to get that player because they're just not going to have enough value to your team to justify that outlay of assets. Um, so you kind of thread the needle. And is is point Burks, backup point Burks, whatever, for eight, seven, eight minutes a game perfect? No, of course it's not perfect. But it's 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 fine for the regular season, and it'll be, I think, fine for the postseason as well. Brian Lest, what's going on? Brian, props to Leon for improving the roster without sh uh, showing desperation regarding the injuries. I agree with that. Potential trade partners were salivating, hoping he part with firsts. Uh, maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But it's a good job by him nonetheless. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Juanan sub suggests suggests signing Mello to a ten day for tonight. Thoughts? How much paperwork that has to be done for him to unretire? Oh yeah, that's right. 
We're saying just one night, though. But just just one night, though. Andrew. Just one night. I don't even care if they win. I can't watch it once. I'm sure they could give him five, or he could give them ten good ten good minutes. Fifteen. What is it? Fifteen good minutes is the is the one. Yeah. Fifteen good minutes. Fifteen good minutes. I bet she could. I I know this is a joke, but I'm 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 I took it. Dare to dream. Not, I know you. you. <laughs> it makes is a wish your heart makes allegedly. Yeah. Uh, Fred Katz, how would you use the last one to two roster spots and experience vet at the Quan Jeffries Archidiacono type, a Westchester guy you want to reward? That's a great question. I don't really have a obvious answer to this that that comes to mind. Um, that's a that's a that's a very good question. I mean. They run now how many deep? If you count Sims, that's 12. Taj is 13. Mm-hmm. So they have 12 NBA players. I'll put Taj as like a half. Um, I mean, we know whoever it is is not going to get time. You know, right? I think I think we, we should ask one other person about this if possible. So we're gonna we're gonna add oh Fred goodness. Katz after his super chat. We're gonna add him to the stage. Welcome everybody, Fred Katz. Of the <laughs> Set Athletic. me up, you mother. Guys, uh, I have to say, I think I might be the first super chatter to to send in money only to just pop up on the screen anyway. I and answer I your have, own question. Yeah, my hair is insane. This is just the hair that I slept with. Uh, I I. If I even slept, uh, I have not showered yet today. So we should all be very happy that we're doing this over video and not in person. It's been a heck of a day. It has been a heck of a day. Um, I imagine you have a busy one ahead of you, as as do all of us. Uh, can I get you to answer your own question? I don't know the answer. That's why I sent it in. I've been <laughs> I've been sitting around thinking of a million different things. I I, I honestly. I don't know what they're going to do. I I was just I was just wondering specifically with Taj because they I was thinking about Taj because if Mitchell Robinson does come back, they're going to have Sims, they're going to have Mitch, they're going to have Hartenstein, they're going to have Precious. I understand that they love Taj, Tibbs loves Taj, but from a roster management standpoint, it just isn't really going to make very much sense. And so I I just I can't really see it being Taj, but I could see them going the direction of Maybe not like a Kyle Lowry at this point because they're kind of deep, and I don't see why Kyle Lowry would want to go there when he might not mean being in the rotation at this point after they made the trade. Maybe just like a older vet who is just like on the market right now. Like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not reporting this at all. I'm just naming someone who fits the description, like Danny Green or something like that. That's an I could also one. see them wanting to reward a Westchester guy and and saying this guy works really hard and has something and is good with the culture and knows the culture and all that. So bring him in at the end of the bench, kind of like, you know, they've, they've done with like Daquan Jeffries. I, I I don't know. I haven't asked anybody. There are other more pressing topics of the day. Um, My guess would be if there weren't a, um, like a cap hit for these minimum players that the Knicks would try to get someone who was say like a, a vet who had had several years where they could inflate the salary to flip, but it's, it doesn't really come in handy because it, it's capped at the, second year terms of service or years of service. So I, my, I agree. I look, I don't really know. My thought process here is the players that you can more easily convince to sign and then flip might be the Westchester guys. 
because of the fact that the Knicks have shifted younger, they've mostly wanted to bring in players who are not in their 30s. I'm sure there are vets around that you could get who aren't quite like Daquan Jeffries is. I don't know if I'd call him a vet, so to speak, but he's had enough cups of coffee where he qualifies that. So anyone that they can get to agree to a non-guaranteed contract next year, but you have to figure most players on the buyout market, except for you know the Daniel House juniors of the world or any other guys like Kyle Lowry, that they would sign up for that second year either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Someone suggested uh, Derek Rose if he gets uh, bought out by Memphis, but again, he make, he makes a lot of money because he's on the older side. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he, you could bring any of these guys in for like a minimum. I could see any of it. I honestly don't know. I can't believe that I came on just to discuss fifteenth man stuff. Do you want? It? I also I wanna... appreciated how specific your contribution was. Like, there was there an art behind that. <laughs> Because like no. typically people will just do okay great I just, just want to know no there's Thank never you. anything purposeful about anything Fred does. no there's never anything purposeful that's absolutely true I just throw things out there I say whatever's on my mind exactly I do um, have like a legitimate question to ask the insider if we can wrap up with that we're we're done with super chats we're good great um so just like from start to finish when you got word that this is the where the Knicks were headed. Um, are you surprised that they were able to get this type of deal done or is this has this been brewing for weeks you think I I don't depends on how you define brewing uh, I I think look they they it's been well reported everywhere that the Knicks have been very interested in Alec Burks and the thing with Bogdanovich was that the impression Detroit was always giving everybody was that they were they didn't want to part with him if they weren't getting back a first round pick Obviously, they ended up making a trade where they didn't get back the first round pick. From what I gather, Detroit really likes Grimes, feels really good about Grimes. And I don't know if they explicitly were like, we value him as a first round pick. But I do think in terms of the way they operated, I think they were like, okay, well, Quinn Grimes on a rookie scale deal and and we view him as the talent of a first round pick and somebody who can come in and and help and play both sides and add shooting. They've obviously been after shooting like they they're a six and 43 team that just traded a, a top 32 pick for Simone Fontecchio at 27 year old 27. Don't, don't no, take they got their seventh win last night. They're seven don't deprive them. Oh, of, the oh, oh, of course. Of course. How dare seven, you? Seven and 43. Seven and four. You weren't watching Pistons That's, versus Kings last night. You Come know on. what's amazing? I was watching Pistons oh versus Kings last forgot. night. That's and, the more impressive and, part, Jeremy, is that he actually does know they yeah. have seven wins. He just yeah. didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I sat there, watched the whole damn thing. I watched. I watched Killian Hayes hit a buzzer beater in his final second quarter of his Pistons career. Mm. It was a. It was a heck of an evening. Uh, I. I I think the Pistons, though, did value Grimes kind of as that first rounder. I think they like him a lot. They view him as part of their future now and, and something to build forward with. I, I would not be surprised if they were able to maybe come to some sort of an agreement this summer. Or, or, or I mean, maybe it's too early for that. But I, I do think the intention is like, keep him around for the long term. And uh, as for Bogdanovich, I think the Pistons eventually kind of came off of that first round requirement as well. Uh, I, I'm not really surprised by it. I think this is something that really built momentum. It was discussed and, and to my knowledge, it really built momentum Wednesday night. Like I started to hear about it last night as a real growing possibility. 
into Thursday morning. And that was partly because I think Toronto started to talk to Utah about Bruce Brown. And when they initially started Bruce Brown, started talking, started talking Bruce Brown with Utah, a lot of those conversations were about bringing in, uh, bringing, bringing in Brown to Utah, but it was also about Toronto really wanting Olenek. And I guess at some point that those conversations morphed into another type of Olenek trade in which they end up bringing in Agbaji and, and changing things around. And, and Bruce Brown, as of now, is still in Toronto. So I, I, I think it's like, I think the Knicks then put their concentration there. They want guys who can shoot. They want guys who fit the culture. And, and it's, not, it's not a surprise they ended up with these guys around the radar. So inadvertently, you answered my follow-up question, which is good because you and John have to go to the putback. Um, but my follow-up was going to be, did they pivot to bogey because things broke down in, in Toronto and they're asking price for Bruce Brown? So I, I think that's possible. I don't know for sure if that's their reason, but if you line up the timeline, that seems possible. I also think it is something that they feel like they need to do because they are unsure about OJ and Anobi's injury at this point. Yeah. And I think they made a they made all of a sudden the calculus changed to where it was like you want to bring in somebody who is a backup ball handler who can settle the offense when Brunson's off the floor or when Brunson's not playing for whatever reason, who maybe can play alongside him and can act as that sort of guy and 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 now like they're sending out one rotation player whose minutes were admittedly squeezed and they're bringing in two so we can do the math there right like they're telling us something somebody who plays Boyan Bogdanovich's position might miss more time than just tonight's game and we don't know that for sure uh but but I think there's I don't even know if the Knicks know that for sure yet, but I think there's concern at something they're they're preparing for. And, and with that, and with that, uh, thank you to everybody who uh, watched. Uh, thank you so much to, uh, of course, Jeremy Cohen and Andrew Claudio, and thank you to Fred, who I'm going to go and uh, look at some more and talk with some more over on the putback with Ian Bailey at uh, SNY. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. We will be back with a whole bunch more. I'm obviously going live tonight after the Mavs game, and uh, I think that is it. Don't forget, give us a subscription to the channel, five star review on the pod, and uh, and a, a nice uh, well five star rating, uh, nice review. I think I checked all the boxes, right? Did I forget anything? You're good. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.